a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. It's a special program on Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. We're continuing with the conversation as it relates to race race relations, especially here in the state of Utah. We've talked a lot about what can divide us, uh, but there are those in the community who are great uniters, and faith is one of those places where a lot of bridges are being built. David Rowe with the Life in Christ Church in Salt Lake City uh, joins us to talk about how a church built by immigrants is serving a very diverse community of believers today. And uh, David, thanks so much for joining us. Glad to be with you. So the the subject of race obviously can make some people uncomfortable, can make some people a little angry uh, or cause them to to turn away. Uh, What is the the better way uh, to lean into the conversation and build bridges? Well, um, I think the great tradition of um, Christian faith, of course, and not Christian faith alone, but others uh, as well, uh, accents our common humanity above all else. Uh, you know, a favorite scripture of mine is Acts seventeen twenty six, which the former chaplain of the Queen of England used to say, this is the anti-racist verse of the Bible, <laughs> where it says, "For one from one man he made every nation of men that they should inhabit the whole earth. Mm. We all come from the same human origins. So, <laughs> If we keep that in mind, we realize we have every reason to uh, accent our unity rather than uh, otherwise, yeah. the division. Uh, absolutely. And again, if you just join us, we've got David Rowe. He's an elder at uh, Life in Christ Church. Uh, it's a multi-ethnic, politically diverse congregation uh, here in Salt Lake City, uh, which we love. And as you as you deal with that diversity uh, within your congregation, what are some of the things that you strive to do Beyond, I love going to Acts seven twenty six. Twenty six. I think that's uh, it is the right place to start in terms of our common divinity. Uh, what are some of the other things that you have done in your congregation uh, to help create unity and bridge some of those potential divides? Well, we remember our roots. Uh, back in the nineteen fifties, the church uh, was founded by Dutch immigrants, as you mentioned, and uh, so. People that have made that journey, crossed an ocean or gone around the world somewhere to resettle uh, away from their homeland, and uh, they, they, they have a common, um, I would say, spirit uh, that welcomes other immigrants and other people that are, might be considered the stranger mm. in our midst. And so I think that there's a rich history in, in our congregation that way. We've been very welcoming. And right now uh, have had open arms to three different ethnic groups that use our facilities. There's a Burmese congregation, a South Sudanese congregation, and then our kind of mixed congregation, but mostly Anglo. Um, So 
Yeah, I mean, I guess that's that's what I'd say to that. Yeah, there there is something about that uh, mindset of being fellow travelers, and uh, yes. so, some of those who have traveled really far get that a little better than maybe some of us who haven't traveled as far. Uh, but this idea, I think, that you have in terms of uh, kind of neighborhood and uh, connectedness, uh, I think, is is something that not only just comes through in terms of your congregation, but I think that does uh, go out into the community. Exactly, exactly. We try to be as welcoming and as hospitable as we possibly can to the diverse elements of, of the community. We live in that, or the church, I should say, is in that ninth and ninth district downtown, and that's a pretty diverse neighborhood. Uh, and uh, you know, our congregation reflects that. Um, so we have uh, different people drop in. We sponsor events that are kind of community. Uh, events uh, like uh, for years we ran a jazz vespers series that was in our building that was very attractive to community members and uh, uh, quite a diversity of them i'd say there's a lot of political diversity also in our church um and so we just realize well you know our common unity is in who we worship not in what party we belong to and uh and we lift our eyes a little higher, you set our sights higher than just kind of the human side-by-side yeah. relationships that we deal with in our neighbors. Uh, I love that. It is it is much more than just side-by-side. That's that's not enough. And uh, we have to transcend the, the politics and all, all the other things of the day. I know you've had a very fruitful relation with uh, Pastor uh, Francis Davis. Uh, tell us just a little bit about that connection. Oh, I... Uh... I became a Davis admirer early on when he was pastor at Calvary Baptist Church. And, uh, well, it's been my own personal journey that I find enriched by um, appreciating African-American churches. Uh, When I travel uh, on vacation, if I'm in a strange place, I'll usually go to an African-American worship service on a Sunday. I just choose that by my, you know, my own values. And I got to know uh, Pastor Davis and uh, hung out in his congregation some, uh, taught some of his students. Uh, I do teaching work through the Vine Institute, it's Mm -hmm. called. And some of his uh, uh, leaders that were emerging, I I got a chance to teach and give them instruction. And so we made a connection. Uh, We've done several projects together. And I've really been an appreciator of him, and uh, I just uh, I can't say enough good about the man. Just a dear saint, a wonderful guy, yeah. and we uh, we got tight. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> and, uh, and I've been uh, I've been the beneficiary, I'm sure. Oh, I love that. That uh, that is what it's all about. Is again linking arms, locking arms with those fellow fellow travelers. And uh, just one last thing, just really quickly. Uh, I know part of your your focus is on that commitment and and really the response to God's grace. And tell us how grace becomes such an important part in terms of all relationships as we try to really become diverse, as we try to understand others' experiences. What does the role of grace have in all of that? Well, you've really hit one of my favorite words, uh, you know, in the world, that is grace. Uh, it, we we see the good news of the Bible being the gospel of grace. That is that God favors people. He wants to bless them. And we reflect that by wanting to bless our neighbors. Uh, it was another way of saying love our neighbors as ourselves. 
as we interact with people of different uh, racial backgrounds and orientations and political and different things, I, I like the verse Romans 12:10, honor one another above yourselves. We ought to seek to have that kind of attitude toward others and uh, see ourselves as their as their servants. And, and that, that all comes from uh, giving grace because we have received it mm-hmm. from from a divine source. So, uh, that, you know, we, we, that's right. Card, that's cardinal. That's right at the heart of all we do. Yeah, so important. Uh, David Rowe is an elder at Life in Christ Church here in Salt Lake City. Great example of making sure that uh, we all connect, that we have conversations not just beyond race, but all the diversity that we have in our community and having a different kind of conversation. And uh, David, again, thanks for joining us and pointing us to that grace that we should both receive and give each other today. Thanks for being with us. Well, honored to be with you, Boyd. Thank you very much. All right. Again, that's David Rowe, elder at the Life in Christ Church in Salt Lake City, very diverse congregation. Uh, They're great example in so many different ways. And we're going to stay with the conversation uh, throughout hour number two of Inside Sources here as we continue to try to transcend uh, the anger, the hate. Uh, Anybody can incite that anger, fear, frustration. Uh, Those things don't take you anywhere. They don't help organizations, individuals, or communities. And so we have to go beyond insight I-N-C-I-T-E. We have to get to insight, I-N-S-I-G-H-T. And we're going to continue to pursue that as we strive to understand race relationships and elevate them here in the state of Utah, across the country, and around the world. Think again with Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.